0: Good evening, friends. Welcome back to the front porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and I'm joined, as always, by Michael Daniels. How's it going, Mike? How has your Monday been?
1: Uh great. I have been busy this week, Dennis. I, I don't I didn't realize I was gonna be this busy, but it's been great. Like I've just hmm. been you know, some I think sometimes during the summer i I've, I've you kind know, of you just get lazy and like, oh, I'll just watch more episodes of the next generation again you know <laughs> and then sure, but sure. I, it's also i think that there is uh more summer media finally kind of being released and kicked in and and the mm, the, sure, the sure. stuff from twenty twenty is is uh like i guess or early twenty twenty late twenty nineteen when they started people getting going back into production uh is finally hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is great. So I'm I'm, I'm yeah. starting to see some of that thing. So I I was also starting to look at things like when is Stranger Things coming back out? It's those kids are going to be 26 when it comes back out,
0: <laughs> and sure enough,
1: it's like it won't be released until like mid to late 2023. And I'm like, oh man, those kids are going to be graduated high school already. I mean, kids grow kids grow yeah, fast.
0: I, I think one of our friends was watching what Godzilla versus mm-hmm. Kong, and They were like, uh, um, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown, like, is gonna start to become. I don't know if we still say sex symbol, but what we used to call sex symbol. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she turns 18 pretty soon. And he was like, Gross! Don't even say that. Like she's still a kid, and she's right. I I mean, of course, it's
1: the last time I saw her. Really, was was. I mean, I saw her in the the show you are talking about too, but last time in my memory, she was like 13, you know, which is like not cool, man. I mean, I get it. People grow up, but you know, when you have such these large media gaps that that they had with, especially with that show, but sure. It's really weird. Uh, So anyway, yeah, I got to, I got to watch a a lot and I'll, I'll blow blow through a bunch of it in this episode. Maybe like I got to watch the new He-Man thing, which was. People call it a little bit of a bait and switch, and I can't disagree with them. But uh, it was uh, well animated. Um, It had a a, a unique story to it. It did bring back a lot of the old characters that were all the side characters in it. So Mm. if you were a fan of people that weren't the main characters, this is definitely a a show for you. Um, And
0: I never, I never, yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's fine, it's fine. It's it's a short. It's one of those. Uh, five episodes, twenty-two minutes each, type thing. So it was a everybody mm. that I think that watched it were already fans in the of the past, and they blew through it in an afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, sure. A, which kind of has that that whole Netflix thing, which means you know they won't the net, won't the sh- show another thing. I f- found side note, Dennis. Uh, mm-hmm. Some some shows completely buck that trend, and I and I it's usually mm. like kids animation or kids cartoons or something they'll have multiple seasons in one year you know we we can't sure. get some of our shows on netflix to, to come out like castlevania once every two years or so but you'll have spirit you know the the the
0: horse show have three full seasons in one year and you're like how, how does that? Happen? <laughs> i'm i'm sure a lot of that depends on you know i mean a myriad of factors but like production quality and because there are shows right like um you know sesame street or or blues clues yeah, or yeah. other less dated uh children's programming references i don't know uh backyard against that's dated too what do they do now uh octonauts or um paw patrol <laughs> i think, it's, like I think it's i think it's i think
1: paw patrol is still making a resurgence i've seen i've seen them around and there's like a movie coming out so maybe I'm
0: just what <laughs> whatever I've heard my nieces and nephews talk about the youngest ones. Right. I'm like, wait, is that is that still a thing? Or is Th- that thankfully, a I period? think I'm am like, past I I those. But yes, yes, I can't make like a Teletubbies reference or something. But anyway, those shows were just being made all the time. Um, you know, I don't know if they really had new episodes once a week or or anything like that. A lot of it is just reruns, yeah. right? When you're on uh, on PBS yeah, or yeah. other uh, kids channels um whatever but it's because they're not very expensive to make right it's a lot of i think those i've never seen any of those spirit shows but i think there are a, a lot of like cg stuff like the barbie shows i think so yeah i think um, it's like, yeah like that and not that not that computer graphics are are cheap like to do but depending on how you do them yeah, yeah. Uh, they can be you know very inexpensive. Yeah, that. But- I, um, I, that that particularly so, came up because
1: we'd watch, I mentioned we watched that Spirit movie in the theaters. So uh Lola, my my soon to be stepdaughter, was was over today hanging out, and we we put on mm-hmm. we put on the first movie, which is interesting. It was like two thousand and two is when that started. Way she she's ten now, so that was sure you know, like ten years before she was even born. Uh, and she and we watched, <laughs> which was weird, right? She watched it, and I, I was like, I don't right. know, I I had never heard before we watched these two movies in 2021 twenty twenty one and 2002 movies. I'd never heard of this before, but evidently she knows all about it. So I did some Wikipedia. And I'm like, oh, there's okay. nine seasons. I was like, man, there's nine seasons of this thing. This thing has been going on for a decade. That was my default thought, right? Like one season a year. Mm-hmm. And then I look it up, and it's like it started in 2017. I was like, how do you get nine seasons from 2017?
0: And sure enough, they're full seasons. And I'm like, You wow. know what? Um, I, 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 just, I just remembered this because I was thinking of Harley Quinn which did mm. two seasons pretty Harley quick Quinn. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. um and then well i think lockdown's covid stuff happened but also they had kind of wrapped up the story like they could do yeah. more with it but it kind of was was wrapped in those two seasons but um a show that does that is uh letterkenny
1: they yeah um, they do that fast too yeah
0: they've i think they've been going for less than um five years and are on like season eight or something yeah, yeah um now their episodes are short and it's just a lot of um sort of not quite sketch comedy um but you know some of that stuff when they're like they're they're not quite rapping but they're like fast talking with a lot of rhymes and and uh pitter patter back the and forth. Right, yeah like that that can't be you know super you know quick to to shoot you know every time they make a mistake they gotta go back right but
1: i i i wonder if it's just like i don't want to say hard work of the team but like dedication to to a thing like it, stuff like that it just i see it and i'm thinking like it's possible you know it just takes writers who will just crank it out and go and then there's just a process where then the actors get up and go and they they just they just do it like it's just like a process, right? Instead, but it feels like things like, let's say Harley Quinn or whatever, are a, uh, let's make one season and then just see it how it goes. We'll make one season and then we all go to different jobs that we actually have down other places. Right? And they, and they all, all right. schedule differently. And then they're like, oh, we got, we got signed on for season two? Well, let me schedule it back in. That's kind of how a lot of shows, I think, are done these days. Right? Like, all, sure. all production I mean, things yeah, go they, to the, they just scatter to the wind after
0: yeah well if they don't um you know if they don't have contracts right away because we hear about that right you're like after the premiere of season two uh that's and such show gets picked up for season three and you're like okay well production was done for a while before that season one of episode two episode one of season two aired yeah or yeah was put on streaming whatever we say now for that so in the meantime Everybody involved, either you know, was financially secure enough to just have, wait around, or went and found other work if they could. Right, right, right. Like, like they're not the Netflix or whoever's foot in the bill can't keep paying actors like indefinite salaries when they're not working. Right, and so they, you know, go get jobs on other, and that's just the actors. That's not you know any critical uh like crew yeah right like you that, really like the cinematographer uh, you really like the animator you really like the right, editor right. yeah yeah
1: yeah no that that's like, that's got to be you know, that's got to be a lot of it is that you know we 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 talked about this a little bit before about how some television shows can just do that and i think that's because that was the cycle like right they you you know what it was the the you you work for paramount or you work for cbs or something like that and and you expect a season 2 and that's what you build it around and you expect you expect right. a kind of a cycle and usually by halfway through a year, I don't know. These days we got the Netflix thing where they dump it all at once, right? So they mm-hmm. dump it all at once, and then they don't plan for anything, and, and then Netflix will wait for
0: six months usually or something to to, to say whether or, they make or it up. even if they even if they do. We were talking about this off the air, like how they. I think I've I've mentioned before the old um, what I think of as the British model. I don't know if they did this for everything, but the way that. Classic uh, Doctor Who used Mm -hmm, to be mm -hmm. aired. um, You know, were longer stories, but in half-hour episodes. Yeah. Um, um, and if you so say that same example I just used about us, you know, a show getting picked up when the first episode of its second season aired. I don't know why I have trouble with the phrasing of that, but uh, say that's a normal quote unquote network show say that's you know star trek discovery or something if its season is um just say 13 episodes well give or take you've got at least three months of the consumers the the viewers getting your content of your show right and so the like the buzz and the hype and the experience is is spread out over that time um, then, you know, if it takes you, if it takes you six months to, to make the next season, which is, you know, optimistic, like I'm compressing yeah. all that. Well, you've, you've survived half of those six months with content, with the episodes of your show. Right. Exactly. exactly. Where in the, in the streaming, and I shouldn't even say streaming because so many other streaming services don't do it this way and have gone back to the weekly release. Um, the weekly release yeah. i th- i think really knowing that while you know consumers or the viewers like the binge model and say we want the binge model i think it's bad in general for the health of a show yeah. and i don't I you agree know, you and i have talked I about had, this on yeah, the podcast over the yeah and, and over a couple of years but um you know if you drop it all at once and right. it takes you six well, you know, people now have six months to because they all watched it in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Before they and, even start and it's up over and you're like, production. Hey, when's yeah. the next uh when's you know, if with the weekly release you've got some period of time before people start asking, hey, when's the next yeah. season? and,
1: and the in the in the past out. shows used to be, you know, twenty four, forty eight episode hour long episodes, um right. where now they're ten or eight or five even. So, so, I mean, that should make them shorter turnaround time, but still you, you also have less of that production leeway, right? So even if it's like an eight week type thing, well, you need like a lot more weeks to ramp up production and stuff. So yeah, there, there's a lot of that, just more, this goes more on the, on the fire for us supporting, you know, weekly releases. But that brings to another thing I got to watch this week was, uh, Ted Lasso season two came out, uh, which, right. which is right. uh, is a weekly release thing and uh good on that's uh what's the apple plus right uh apple yeah, yeah that's, th- that's apple the TV that's the only plus, apple tv like that. yeah that's the only that's the only apple tv show i watch by the way um right well we watched mythic M- mythic yes we watched mythic now. Quest. sorry right yeah that were those two and i'm still looking forward to the isaac asimov one uh Oh yeah. Uh, so so. Uh, but anyway, I, I you know, good on them for that. I think they do the weekly release thing too. Apple Apple TV does. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, it's catching on. It's it's starting to be known that 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 dump model is starting to be known as the Netflix model, which, um, you know, they're holding on to a yeah. thing. Uh, but anyway, Ted Lasso, I thought uh, like the other ones, it kind of followed in the same kind of vein of the other se- the first season and,
0: season uh, one. Mm-hmm. you know, it's it's short, short it's, but sweet. There there are changes to the characters and I don't I'm sure that we talked about this last uh year mm-hmm. or whenever, whenever season one, uh not when it came out, but when we saw it, which was sometime after that before yeah. word got around, because people name drop it and you're like, What is that? That's just a guy's name that doesn't tell me. Anything. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Um, and then you know, we watched it and I'm I'm sure we talked about this at length, but if you haven't seen it and you have you know, some kind of access. I know people get year free trial to yeah. TV, Apple TV yeah. plus, or I don't know if I'm saying the name of that. Right. But Apple's streaming service, yeah, yeah. Uh, TV uh, video streaming service. Um, the, the first episode of that show has a couple moments of like questionable, not safe for work dialogue.
1: Yeah. yeah there's no, yeah.
0: like there's nothing graphic that you see. It's all, they drop F bombs, you know, s- s- spoken dialogue and there is there is some language in it but um the like the themes and the and the characters and especially um the ted lasso character uh um blanket on the guy's name oh yeah i can't think um, of his name either shoot um anyway uh, oh uh it's, uh
1: it's, uh yes uh Sudeikis. Right. Sudeikis. jason
0: Sudeikis. Jason Sadekis that's it um is it's it's just really good you know i watched this yeah. first episode of season 2 and just to you know uh, uh pile on to the to the binge release like if i could have watched the second episode right after that first one i definitely oh 100% would have i i would have it's binged like, the whole it's season like i want yeah i want some more i want some more of this. yeah 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 so, so the, it's very the, good. the the and
1: and i know this isn't necessarily ex- specifically a season 2 thing but Just me gushing over Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is my kind of show. I mean, if there's anything that says what's Mm -hmm. a what's a kind of show that Michael will like, Ted Lasso's that. It's it's uh, heartfelt and good, but funny. It's not necessarily realistic, right? A lot of it, you know, like that doesn't make kind of sense. This guy wouldn't actually win a soccer thing. All all that kind of stuff, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But but it doesn't have to be. It's just it's just wholesome but it's an, it's adult wholesome, and I don't mean that by like oh they're showing boobies it's you know adult- adult right. like Roy one of the guys the soccer players like throws f bombs all the time and is cutting people down because that's just his personality right but but it's just it's just a whole-, a whole kind of a wholesome when I say that word for uh, adult comedy thing and and the the lead is is just- rock solid right and and in i think Ted Lasso through season one, I kept I kept wanting, I, I kept expecting them to do something with like, oh, here's where he's not good or oh, here's where he shows this and he's just mm-hmm. Ted all the way through and season two, kind of the same yeah. way, right? He, in this first season, mm-hmm. he's got some times where he could, you, you're like, oh, he maybe he's going to do this wrong. He's going to be what your typical,
0: oh, let's show the other side of the coin.
1: You're like, no, that's not Ted. Right.
0: Yeah, he's just this kind of, like Anne Shirley, uh, Pollyanna kind of character, but in a way that makes him just just always endearing and not like nauseating. I don't yeah, know. I'm sure right. that to somebody, some some people could find him nauseating, but I'm a fairly cynical person, and I just found him endearing. Yeah. Well, it, so. well, he,
1: he, the thing is, is that they they don't. They don't, uh, sh- the show doesn't uh, shy away from putting him in tough situations, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and and he and he doesn't, like th- this season, I have a feeling, it's only one episode, spoilers for anybody who's not watched Ted Lasso a little bit, that they're going to, I think they're going to play on his like, uh, need to be liked, right? Like the okay. need to be needed mm-hmm. by his team or to be the, the father figure or the whatever it might be, right? Because he, he went through mm-hmm. his divorce type thing last year. And now, and now he's got this right. new counselor coming in who's solving everybody's the team's problems, and I'm sure that he would feel like that's something that the coach should do, or or should be the coach's responsibility. So we get to see a Ted situation, which somebody would be put into a a difficult position. And in a normal television show, you would think, oh, this it's going to be predictable. This character is going to go through a a, a snippy. Uh, spiteful kind of period. And then it's going to come around where he, you know, he he sees the errors of his ways and comes back to the good person, but that's not Ted. I think Ted will be put into like, you can always feel that, that this character will, you know, always fight for trying to be good and, but admit that he's tempted type stuff. Right. And that mm-hmm. he's sad or that he's hurt. And which is just, yeah, right. it's, that's the kind of person that I think that I, that I, you hope to be right that that if you're sad or you're hurt or you're in a in a hard situation that isn't good that you still stay good and do the right thing you know right. even though it hurts you which Ted Lasso is really really it feels very heavy but Ted Lasso sometimes feels a little heavy sometimes yeah. yeah yeah so i yeah i i dug i dug that i'm i'm excited for some more Ted Lasso that that could be i hope that it keeps going with this kind of a thing i'm i'm jumping the shark here but uh for many seasons to come and that kind of a thing. Uh mm. what else do we got? I watched Okay, so I want to talk to you something real quick. This is one I want to get on the show for sure. Um I had a movie night with some of our ICG con buddies. Uh where okay. where we watched movies, you know, got on the video the the the, the Zoom or the Skype or the Messenger and okay. and I wow. watched shows and we watched a show called uh we watched two shows, we watched uh Guns Akimbo and Gunpowder Milkshake so gunpowder milkshake are,
0: is are, are you saying are you saying tv show shows or movies i oh, sorry shows? you know all right i'm terrible with that term <laughs>
1: you're you're right fair fair Uh two
0: two I, movies I, just so I'm, just so i'm clear cuz those both sound like anime titles
1: they do right and one of them is kind of very anime-ish uh okay so gunpowder milkshake. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to die if I get the the wrong, if it's, I think it's a Netflix Netflix thing. Um,
0: wait, I've, I've heard is Daniel day Lewis in this?
1: Okay. No. Uh, Karen Gillian is in it. Karen Gillian, Gillian, okay. uh, uh, Gillum. Gillum, Is that, is that her name? Um, again, I think it's Netflix. Oh, I'm going to die. If, if that's not what's Anyway, it's, it's a big thing that's on. It's <laughs> out right now. Yeah, it's Netflix. Um, so it's basically John Wick for women, not for women with
0: women. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get mail. About
1: that. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's sorry. You're, you're right. A that that, that was that was a little... very bad on my part. That's not what I meant because it was actually for me too.
0: I love these kind of shows. These are these are great. It it looks a little um uh. What do I want to say? Kill Bill? Maybe not. maybe
1: Kill Bill. Yeah. Well, maybe fair not quite comparison. Kill Bill.
0: Speaking of th- speaking of things that that are that are anime adjacent yes that that's Um, why this
1: is kind of anime adjacent ish type thing yes mm -hmm. um it 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 is i feel i feel uh, can i can i say it again i feel really terrible saying for women that that was feels because because it's not i i it's got it's a majorly women a female-led cast is what i meant um and it was um it's got the, the kill bill like the protagonist is a totally kick butt person who has a history that's kind of shrouded but but a little bit you know about um and it's mm-hmm. got uh, a secret society in the background that kind of supports this hitman esque kind of lifestyle um sure and you know and then there's 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 a bit with family tied in type stuff and vengeance the same way see this is all very John Wicky, right. Uh, yeah yeah so so that's what that's what this is i i, I don't think it's as good as john wick I, sorry i don't say good again it's just a different thing like john wick felt very serious and hardcore right this sure. one feels a yeah. little at times can be goofy you know, okay. right like it, without spoiling anything there's one point in the show where she gets injected with some kind of medicine thing where she the she can't her arms are numb or just hanging on her side. So okay, she spins sure. around lots of time, flopping her arms around shooting bullets to shoot people. Okay. So that's goofy, yep, yep. right? Uh, but right. she's doing it in kind of like a ninja esque way where she's doing flips and jumps and stuff like that. So that's what it is. So yeah, I, I give it a, like a three out of five, maybe three to three and a half type thing. It, it was okay. fun to to watch, but you know, definitely not a serious at all type thing. Uh the other thing on right. the other hand was uh Guns Akimbo. Okay. This one, okay. Dennis, you
0: gotta watch. Um, you gotta watch this one. Okay. It's with So the right. the, the last one, just so that the the was Gunpowder Milkshake. That's on Netflix. Netflix new release. Said.
1: This other one has been out for a couple of years now. Uh Guns Akimbo. And that
0: Oh, with uh, Harry Potter. Yes,
1: I was gonna say with Harry Potter. Right. Yes. Uh wow, this show is something. It 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 is something. It's uh, it's got a crazy, very anime-esque premise to it that uh, this guy is kind of, not really, he's kind of a loser-esque guy. And he has, uh, he's a computer, works at a, 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 he's a game programmer that works at a, sure. a at a, one of those free-to-play games that's a cash shop thing that's terrible that he hates. Um, mm-hmm. And he hates his job. It's very very normal kind of type, you know, typical stuff. And then he spends his uh, his his nights uh, tro- trolling trolls is what he calls it. Like he goes in and, okay, and sure. that, that's his that's where he gets his enjoyment is people who are trolls and then just calling them out on the internet. You know, using his an, anonymity for it. Uh, and uh, Daniel Radcliffe does uh, a great American accent in this one, by the way. I did not get his Harry Potter nice. accent in this at all. Um, okay. And that that that's who the, the main character is. And he goes onto a site that has. It's known for having uh, death match shows where they they will like uh, it's it's a it's a dark web type thing where they have uh, a they mm-hmm. kidnap a person and then hold their family hostage and make them kill each other in certain ways, right? Like in a, a death match type
0: thing, right? Oh yeah, what was. As you're describing it, I'm like, did I see a trailer for this, or did I just see a trailer for something very similar to this that was actually like a suspense thriller or something? Right, right. And not well,
1: so whatever this. So is. So he he trolls these people like, oh, you're terrible, you're the worst, and blah 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 blah, right? And and um, mm-hmm. and then they they find out where he is, obviously, and they uh, come come after. Him. I'm like, we're coming for you, and they make him part of the show. They they take his, they invade his apartment knock him out and nail and bolt his hands to these to these guns, to his hands, to these guns. Right. Yeah. yeah I have seen the trailer. Yeah. For this. And, and and this sounds all like hardcore serious, which sometimes it can be. But it's it's more akin to much more akin to um, uh, Scott Pilgrim type stuff
0: okay yeah i was gonna I was getting a little yeah, Scott it's very
1: Pilgrim Scott Pilgrim vibes. kind of vibes, not there it show video game type things like that, always, but but sometimes they do right, like right. every time he shoots a bullet, they show a counter, how many he has in each gun okay. right yeah um and and he's not like the the best part about this the whole show for the most part, the whole show he's not like an awesome like I just said, a John wick character, he is a guy that's terrified nerd guy that just does not want, and doesn't want to do any of this and is running away most of the time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which again, Radcliffe plays perfectly, just perfectly. Um, okay. yeah. And, and he, he can't like, there's so many scenes where he's got to go to the bathroom and he can't pee. Like he's got to, He's terrified because like one time he's he's trying to scratch his head or something. He shoots the wall and he gets terrified and it goes on for 30 seconds about like, oh my God, guns are so loud and he can't hear out of his ear. And then he's trying to unzip Mm -hmm. or zip and he's freaking out. And yeah, it's, he can't get his pants on. He has to have a homeless bum. It's just really, really funny (laughs) uh, to do. And the homeless bum is like. How do you know I'm not some like smart savant who is like just you know lost his, his, his all of his stock in the stock market and is living homeless in the street? I was like, Are you? Can you help me? with This it's like, No, man. I love crack cocaine. You want some crack cocaine? I was like, Oh, that, that's great. And then the guys that throughout the rest of the show, the homeless guy is watching him on like because they're they're broadcasting the the competition right on the internet, and the the, the homeless mm-hmm. guy they'll they'll periodically flash to him, and he's watching him on. On the internet, which you actually find out that he's just looking at a blank like piece of cardboard. He's not actually watching any because okay. <laughs> he's on crack cocaine, obviously. Right, uh, right. That's, that's <laughs> so it's it's really good, and it's even it's even better, obviously, if you if you're doing a little uh, uh a little drinking. Uh, but very not serious but fun type show. Uh, I I, re- I really really liked it, and I and I matter of fact, I want to watch it again. So I highly recommend nice. Guns Kimbo. Nice. oh goodness i watch snake eyes sorry <laughs> i just keep talking forever i watch snake eyes in the theater it's a gi joe movie i like gi joe uh i give it a okay. three out of t- five so that's all i gotta say about that one okay snake eyes okay. gi joe origins
0: um i watched speaking of things that i watch i didn't pick up too many new things over the weekend i did watch the first couple episodes of that new godzilla anime
1: what is that called uh something point Um, godzilla
0: (laughs) starts with an e Um, point or something can't remember oh i didn't put it in this channel this is (laughs) channel i'm like where did i because i i tagged you on it and i was like you should watch this so then we can talk about it um i
1: i had a hard time singular point I keep wanting to call it singularity singular point, point but it's
0: just singular point. I I f- I found it just as just as you did. It's yeah, it seemed not right to me. I don't uh I'm not a big Godzilla fan. Yeah. It seemed a little um as always I can't find a way to say that something seemed childish without sounding demeaning or or de- derogatory because yeah, yeah. I don't mean that. It's just a kind of thing where I'm like maybe it's for a younger audience than me i think
1: i, I think i agree um, i think i agree i think i agree
0: not not so that that's was, that, that's not saying much cuz happy birthday you're you're 40
1: now dennis like plus yep, one yep so. i'm old
0: uh, um and so you know that was fine um i also uh, got to finally watch black widow oh yeah um, i watched that one as well which uh i don't have much to say about it was it was more or less what i expected i did stream it so i didn't get that big screen um, experience, but uh, you know, a lot of good choreography. I like the, the new character, the, the sister without getting into details or spoiling any of that. Like you see her on the poster. I, I, Uh.
1: I liked it. I I definitely liked it. Um, What was it like? Oh my God, this is a great new Marvel movie. This is the thing that bring us into the next Martin. Not really, but it was fine. Right. I think it sits in the middle of the pack ish type thing
0: it's weird to that's um, no, not bad ag- again reminds me of the conversation we've had the last couple weeks about uh movies and titles and uh for lack of a better word chronology yeah um where you know i keep using the example of the gundam hathaway movie like if you just watch this right if you're wanting to get into yeah. if you somehow don't know anything about mcu yeah which you know is at least in the US bigger than Gundam. Yeah. So probably not a not a fair comparison. But like if you if you don't know anything about it, if you've never seen a Marvel movie, which I'm sure there are millions of people who've never seen a Marvel yeah, yeah. movie. And they're like, you know, everybody's talking about this and this is the first one after COVID, I'm gonna check it out. Like I mean it's a little bit standalone, but you're gonna be confused about all this stuff going on in the distance or um what the deal is with the ending. <laughs> right um, yeah that like none of that makes sense without you know civil war i don't think i don't think and, much of the beginning
1: setup does nor the ending i think you, you can't even yeah figure out what they don't even really try to explain it
0: either i mean i mean they mention the avengers all the time so if yeah. you haven't seen avengers or or civil war or any of that stuff like you're gonna be pretty confused. yeah
1: I, unlike you had said before that um I know we talked about this even last week when we talked about Loki was when we discussed like do you need to watch stuff and you had mentioned like they're doing a pretty good job of saying like everything in in a couple sentences about what you need to know you know to to capture right. up this one I don't think did any of that this one was like it didn't tell you what how she got into her situation and why she's running and why she's you know who who the Avengers are or they just and they right. or why she, the guy yeah. thinks that and
0: she's because she's an Avenger like. They don't explain any and maybe, of it. And I don't know if what this is one of these things where, like, for you and I, knowing all of those things, we're like, yeah, this movie doesn't tell you those things. But if you were going into it fresh, maybe you're getting as much information as you need. It's a thing um, that maybe. I say must be difficult for directors that make kind of, um, like, mystery or, or uh, you know, plot twist kind of movies. Where you're like you're sprinkling in foreshadowing in like a um, usual suspects or memento or um, fight club kind of movie where you're like, how much foreshadowing is too much like if it's too much, it seems obvious. if it's not enough, the audience is gonna be like, well, how are we supposed to see that coming like you you just dropped it out of nowhere. That's just uh, you know Deus ex machina and but if you're you know if you're somebody making it, you already know what the twist is. So how do you, you know, how do you look at that with different eyes with, with, uh, um, you know, with fresh eyes. And so I wonder if, and again, this is just a, you know, sort of thought experiment, but like, if you watch black widow without having seen those other movies, like, do you need any more than what the movie gives you? Like there's this guy with government goons and he's after her and she's running away. And so she flees and she finds these people and, you know, she's clearly been working with the Avengers and, you know, to them, that means that she's a big shot and whatever. Like, you maybe don't need to really have, and obviously you'll appreciate it better if you had, but um, if you're watching it in isolation, and that just goes back to my thing where I think they, they being... Feige and the MCU are working very hard to make each movie as accessible as they can, right? Within a reasonable, like, uh, you know, expectation.
1: The, the uh, yeah, I think that this would, this should have. I mean, I don't think hindsight's twenty twenty for these people, but th- this should have came out in order, like, in order. It, it just yeah. should have. It would have been more impactful. It would have been more, more relevant. It would have made much more sense. This this place takes place chronically, uh, chronologically, chronically, chronologically uh, chronically. after uh, Civil War. Civil War. Uh, so she's on the run, and and, and, and that's before, before
0: Infinity War. Before Infinity War. War. Kind of like yeah, it, it just fills it, in. Yeah, it fills in this backstory. It feels like, uh, I mean,
1: we should have had this backstory when know, it like, when it was relevant.
0: That's that's the big thing. Yeah. Is it like? Is it more? Like, does it feel? Does it feel gratuitous, right? Like, after Wonder Woman, Marvel wanted to make their own, like, strong female movies with, you know, Captain America, which was not great, and then and then this, and you're like, why didn't you make it when it went in the story? Like, none of the other movies are out of chronology like this, except, you know, Captain Marvel, which is, sort of works, but um, it feels... It feels weird. Yeah. not that
1: no I I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with knows. you there and, 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 and that's that. that's actually uh that's Marvel's fault I mean this this isn't the the 70s you know this or the 60s this this is you know 2020 you know, or the 2010s even you you should have you should have made this movie when you made this movie there's there's no no excuses it's a fine movie and it probably would have been better had it been dropped where it should have been dropped like you, you know
0: now I don't know I don't know if this is a thing that is um, quote unquote universally acknowledged, but to me, because I didn't used to, did, didn't used to, the whatever. <laughs> um, I think about Marvel and the Marvel movies a lot more since we started doing the podcast and I talk about them all the time. Um, prior to that, like I saw Iron Man in theaters and I probably saw Avengers in the theater. I'm not sure that I saw all the ones in between. I'm sure that I didn't see the Thor movies before um or maybe it's just one I don't remember. Um before seeing Avengers. Yeah. And so to me I I don't I probably didn't even remember um uh the Black Widow character from being in Iron Man, yeah, yeah. Uh, Iron Man Two, and so she felt to me very much like a, and uh, maybe this is not a, a, a an acceptable term now, but a token female character in the Avengers. Okay, I think part of that was because she, along with Hawkeye, feel very weak. Mm-hmm. Um you know in the lineup they even joke about that in uh in the black widow movie right the big ones right? right and i'm like okay so that that actually since i started talking wondering whether that was a universal thing like i think based on the jokes you know they make about legolas and arrow guy and yeah. and all that kind of stuff like there are these big invincible four guys right hulk iron man cap and uh um and thor yeah. and then you've got these two that are like okay she can fight and choke guys with her legs and <laughs> has a tiny little pistols and this dude with a bow and arrow you know katniss right katniss right and they're like what are these guys do? and of course you know we're talking about almost 10 years ago a lot has changed in in the culture and and whatnot in the last 10 years right um and so it i don't know i don't like to get into what, to politics well, well and this if, is not really political but like you know marvel doesn't for all the things that they do well they don't have a great track record for like progressive or wokeness or whatever term you want to use for that and when they try to do it like I think anybody who tries to do it, it just comes across like for, forced, or, and, yeah. and forced, or cringy, or whatever word you want to use for that. That you're like, no, that's not. We, that's not. Who wants that? Does anybody want right. that? I certainly. Don't. I
1: mean, I mean. Um, on one hand, I give I do give them credit for you know finally making the movie. I guess I'll say sure. You you get you yeah. get credit for that. <laughs> Two just 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 sure. stop. Just just make. Make a movie that that makes sense when you make when you want to do it, and it should make and you should do it. And this this one, I liked this show. I liked the story they had to tell. It fits in the right time. I would have paid to go and see it, and I know people would have paid to go and see it after Civil War. Marvel was big at that time. They they definitely could have yeah. done it, and it would have made Natasha better, more not like her and and Hawkeye be like this this weird underpowered people. They they would have worked better, right? They they just they're given more expense. you don't like you have to go watch this to go watch any show after civil war but it just it just works better in the character's history now now that you're showing it now you're right you do feel like you're you're doing it to make up which what what is that what does that tell me like it, it means that are you, you're putting it's, this one in and you're not gonna make another one at, at the right appropriate time like if there's yeah, whether it be it's, male or it's, female it's, it's right better than, than nothing movie. but yeah.
0: you're like what yeah why are you why are you putting this movie in late? It's a weird.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we are we get out a little bit off on the anyway, actual show itself, anyway. but the show the show itself I liked it. Give me a spoiler bell real quick because I'm gonna just talk a little bit about spoiler oh, things that I like. Sure. Let me grab my thing yeah. somewhere. Yep. Okay. So the uh, uh I I I liked Elena a lot. I thought the actress was mm-hmm. great. Um, Marvel, I think knocked it out of the park, or got lucky again. We might want to say some people would say, (laughs) with a a good handoff. That's going to be one of the hardest, most trickiest things to do going forward with with uh, the MCU. Is people getting older? That you know, Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be a fit guy. You know, young dude at sixty years old, eighty years old. You got to replace him, right? Uh, Right. You got to replace Captain America. You got to replace these people. Um, and and how do you do that when they're get old
0: or they, or they get, you know, burned out on the, on the process, the whole thing, I remember, uh, a a meme, that's sort of a meme, but a a thing floating around. My buddy sent me showing, uh, two shots of Chris Evans, um, one from not another teen movie, which was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, 2000 or something, and then photos of him now or, you know two three years ago yeah. and they're like the caption is says something like are we sure that somebody didn't give chris evans a super serum <laughs> right yeah he's, he's totally because you know he's, he's big jacked guy and i i replied to him and i said i said well so they sort of gave him a super serum it's a um we're gonna pay you you know, like millions of dollars to make these movies, but you have to stay in super good shape. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's that's.
0: And he's like, he's like, yeah, that's a good point. And he's like, if if uh if being in good shape was my job, I would go to the gym a lot more, I would
1: do it every day, all the time, multiple times. <laughs> You're like, yeah.
0: yeah, that's it's your job. That's that's what you right, do. But right. I remember, you know, seeing that somewhere in the sort of right. you know, once we found out he was retiring and and whatnot, that him being like you know he kind of wanted out wanted to be able to eat a cheeseburger eat a pizza, <laughs> <time>. <laughs> That's pizza right yeah <laughs> yeah the, the uh um
1: so yeah they got they got to replace these people and you know for the health of the franchise as they say that it's it's going to be mm-hmm. very very difficult to either replace them and and I don't know they're all necessarily I don't think Feige's straight up looking to replace them I think he's just looking for talent that might come in and can be the next leader of a of a generation type thing right I don't think he's yeah. looking for yeah. Captain America 2, but they definitely got a Black Widow 2, Right? I th- right. I think I right. think Yelena is is Black Widow but different, right? Has her own mm-hmm. story, has her own personality, has her own thing. She is not uh Natasha. Natasha was great, has her own story, very completed, mm-hmm. all done well, you know. Uh but yeah. but Yelena is lighthearted and fun and very I don't want to say the word youthful, but you know, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, she, she, acts, she's, yeah, she's the little yeah. sister, no, right? She, she acts like the little sister intentionally the whole, right. the whole yeah. Show, show. Yeah. It's great. like her, her thing with her, the vest and the pockets is just perfect. And, and the, and that the delivery of the lines are great.
0: Um Yeah. She's, she's young, but it's not like, it's not like trying to pass off Iron Man to Tom Holland. Right. right. Like she's, I don't know what the, I don't know what the age difference is between the, the actresses. With the Black Widow thing, but in the story, in the movie, she's only like three or four years younger. She's not very much younger. Um, It's like enough for her to be this different kind of of energy to the character, but not so much that it's, you know alienating to your yeah. base yeah. i guess i
1: don't know uh so so i i would like i said i like the humor i like the humor in this a, a lot it's it's that it was that marvel mm-hmm. hey we can bring levity to, to to an action movie in appropriate times uh and and they did that a lot by the the family dynamics the the, the, the absurdity that it's a family and that they're actually I, not family but they just kept right. playing it yeah. the whole time
0: <laughs> you get the like the sort of reflexes that uh, that come back. I also wondered watching this movie where David Harbor came from. <laughs> okay, and, and and maybe this is a thing that other people know, and I didn't. I didn't look. I just had the thought while I was watching the movie, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll look that up later, and then never did. But I'm like, I had never heard of this guy before Stranger nope. Things, and Stranger that's, things that happens all around. the time. Yeah. Right, like we watched um, uh, the Aviator, yeah, and Adam Scott is in that. Who's in Parks? Yeah, and I was, I you know, when I watched Parks, I'm like, yeah, I've never seen this guy before. He's just a TV actor, and I definitely saw the Aviator and just didn't remember because it's a small part. But there, and so there are definitely actors who work, you know, whenever they can get work. Right, they're actors who can't get, who can't get work all the time, but you know, just have a lot of bit parts and do TV kind of stuff, and then you know just just show up because he's a pretty normal looking middle-aged guy, right did he do a lot before stranger things i guess i don't know the answer to that i mean i don't i don't know i don't know and that's that's what i wondered watching this movie because i'm like he's perfect in this part but like where was he before did he work when he was younger is it one of these like uh sort of uh cinderella stories where he was working a normal like it job or something (laughs) right uh decided to decided to switch careers in middle age or something. It, it, it looks here like
1: that his IMDb goes back to 2001, so you know, maybe he was just struggling through the Hollywood thing and then, you know, got got his part maybe, finally, or, you know.
0: Or maybe I I know some people, you know, come to it through theater. I think Tom Holland is one of those even though he's he's relatively young. Yeah. He'd done theater stuff before um before Spider-Man. Right. And, yeah. Uh,
1: so, yeah, he he just he just uh you know kind of worked his way through and getting extras and bit parts and then you know hit his part mm-hmm. and now he's he's did like hellboy and and this one so yeah um
0: oh yeah hellboy i forget that because i didn't really see yeah right
1: movies. so he, but he, he you know he he's he's around uh so yeah he was he would he was pretty good i thought i will be honest i thought he was gonna die i thought he was a goner for sure we're, and we're hmm. in spoilers here but i thought i thought that um, my, my prediction there was that uh, the mom was going to end up being the bad guy and the dad yeah, was going to die pretty... from, from the mom. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, and and then we would have a black widow too or, 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 you know, a second black widow girl come out of the end of this and they would force mm-hmm. it, but they did not have to force Yelena as, as a new black widow when, when it was over and she shows up at, in the tag for the, the, the thing I'm like, yeah, that feels right. Like I want to, you know, I knew Natasha was dead I knew this is the end and it gave me like a little bit like, Oh, that's good. I'm glad to see that, you know, while we're not going to see Natasha anymore, like I'm ready to see her, you know, joke quipping around with Spider-Man or something. That would be great, Mm -hmm. you know, or whoever it might be. Uh, So that, that, that will be fun. Uh, speaking of the ending or the tag, I should say, uh, I, I did say it on the show that, uh, this, this was supposed to have been released before Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so uh, Valentina, which okay. is um, what's the Elaine, Elaine, right? Yeah, uh, Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus was was supposed to have been shown on this this one first. Right. Uh, so we were supposed to see her here first before, which made Falcon and the Winter Soldier thing feel like um, what? Who? What the heck? This makes no what, sense. What I is think. this? Yeah. Yeah, and and her being in the tag here would still be a question mark about who she is, but I think it was pretty much established like, oh, she's somebody important with a government type thing or clandestine something, right? Mm. So I I, I right. think I I got that one. You know, it's leading into the Hawkeye series, uh which I didn't realize Yelena was going to be part of the Hawkeye series, but hmm. that that's going to be pretty cool if, if she's in. The-
0: I mean, it tracks uh, you know, because um natasha and and clint had this sort of relationship not romantic but you know this friendship This friendship
1: right uh yeah and then you know so i i had said on the show that i think that uh the the, the girl that play that she's playing this valentina fontina whatever her name is um in the comic book spoiler for anybody else who doesn't know spoilers watch this up is Madame hydra uh Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll bring Hydra back with this and make Hydra again the big bad.
0: Um make Hydra great again. Yeah,
1: make Hydra great exactly. <laughs> well well said Dennis. Uh but uh they're they're definitely doing some like getting together another team for sure, right? We're we're at two right. already. Right. A, a, a Black Widow and a Captain America. We we've, we've got those two locked in and secured. Mm-hmm. Um Hey, side note, we know that um, um, the abomination. Hey, maybe this is a this is my a prediction. I'm gonna put out there. The abomination is in uh,
0: uh, Shang Chi. He's in the. T- you mean uh, stitches? His stitches. I don't know stitches. You know stitches with with Sylvanas in the Undercity. Oh yeah, no, not I get what you're saying. No he's an abomination (laughs) right yes uh
1: no the the abomination was the bad guy in the in the the incredible hulk right okay so he he was the and they they they've mentioned him him i've erased that mostly he was a long time ago right like 12 15 years ago But anyway he was the big monster bad guy so he's the hulk he's the he's the bad guy hulk right oh he's 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 reverse hulk he's reverse hulk is what he is so, okay. I, and I don't know, but we do know that he's in Shang-Chi. Um, and because there's that quick scene where, where they showed Shang, uh, the abomination fighting Wang uh, or Wong, sorry, Wong. Mm-hmm. And, right. and, um, the wizard, the and Kevin Feige, you know, came out and said, that's who's fighting is, is the abomination fighting Wong. Uh, and who knows at the end, if there's a tag that, that shows like abomination being carted away with, uh, Valentina seeing him, then she could have her Hulk. Right. Mm. Which, which would be, another thing. So another thought on that one is that there's, besides being Hydra, there is a comic book uh, thing where they have a bad guy team where they get a bunch of bad guys who are trying to um, prove that they're actually good, that they turn over a new leaf type thing. Sure. So they're they're, they're bad guys that they're trying to be reformed. Uh, Similar to the suicide squad, except suicide squad kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and And they're called the Thunderbolts. Um, so, and they're made up of the same kind of things. There's the, the equivalent for every, every team member, there's bullseye, which is for Hawkeye. And, uh, Mm -hmm. so, so it could be one of those, which is, you know, again, Marvel has lots of stuff to draw from so that they, they, they might be able to have one, but, but that's, that's our next phase four, I think is the, the real phase four is this, or maybe even five is this collection of anti-Avengers, uh, Which is I see. sure, yeah, kind of cool. Uh, okay, so that's that's Black Widow. I, I give it a, I said three out of five. I think you know it's it's fine. Um,
0: before we talk about our movie, mm-hmm. though, I I don't know that I have a ton to say on it, which is not a bad thing. Just mm-hmm. not a not a big discussion kind of movie. Um, I do want to mention and give a a sort of plug for the latest uh at least at the time of our recording episode of the instance podcast yeah um if you follow gaming news and are interested in MMOs and and Blizzard and stuff like that there's some pretty uh devastating whatever maybe that's a strong word depends on your perspective on it but some big news uh over there there um Activision Blizzard's being sued by the state of California for um, harassment and sexual misconduct, con- conduct, and a bunch of just really gross, kind of appalling stuff. Even just the the tip of the iceberg stuff that I've heard, which you know, for for people like us who are fans of their games and the company that you know seem to present itself as 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 you know something different, something better than you know the rank and file. You hear these stories from all kinds of other it was riot for years and it was ubisoft fairly recently Mm -hmm. and you're like oh man that's gross i'm glad that i'm glad that the company that makes the games i play doesn't have that stuff going on and um i could say a lot about that but for the first probably the, the the instance is a kind of long format show like ours is and they don't spend the whole episode on it it's really just the first like half hour um he has uh uh John Jagger who's one of the co-hosts from the core podcast which is the other frog pants show that I listen to one of the, i listened to three of their shows um and Scott Johnson is a diehard blizzard fan yeah. right he's been doing the instance since wow was in beta right like 17 years ago or whatever whatever that was and um he shares his thoughts um um in that in that interview and and John has some good some good perspective on it too, as far as like how, how people react to it and what our, our response to should, should response to it should be, which is mostly just a message of compassion. Like wherever people are at, whatever their reaction is like, you know, try and try and be empathetic and, and supportive and not, you know, uh, add, <laughs> add more crappy toxic behavior to um, a, an already like, tense and and kind of and kind of gross situation but um anyway if you're interested in that uh um check it out it it's episode uh the instance episode 644
1: back when i played when i was reading wow well, back in the day i used to listen to the instance all the time that was like my big thing that like all yeah big things do uh Personalities that I that you, that you enjoyed listening to moved on, so I kind of that's what caused me to move on. Just like oh, I just thought the same people that I used to like on on that show. But you know, there's always mm-hmm. new great personalities that other people like. So it was always a fun, good, very informative and fun uh, po- uh podcast. Is that what it is? I guess in, to to listen to the instance. Yeah. So I I definitely liked it back then, and I'm sure it's just as good now. I hadn't heard of the Blizzard news. I guess I should have been paying attention to that stuff last week. Uh, But I I haven't really did. I will say this, not knowing absolutely anything about anything until just now hearing about it. uh, I, (laughs) I always want to stress caution with this Internet crowd. And we are part of it because we are on a podcast on the Internet. Uh, Mm -hmm. Stress uh, restraint Internet people. Uh, We don't just because somebody is being sued doesn't mean they're guilty or innocent. Right. right. You, you, too much, too many times the internet likes to go out and say somebody's blaming another person. So let's just, I guess the thing is, cancel or, uh, you know, bash them yeah. or assume guilt and do all sorts of terribleness uh, about things. And, and I don't know anything about this case. I just say, hey, take a breath, people, you know, l- let this be worked out. If if it's a thing, we'll find out about it. It will right. come come to light. It is something that, that we as gamers and players would want to be aware of. If this is a bad culture, then they will be found guilty or whatever it might be through the courts, and and then you can do it. But but I think you know, saying like, oh, go out and cancel WoW now or cancel whatever it right. might be, it would be a mistake. You know.
0: Yeah, and and this is kind of the only reason that I bring this up. Like we try to you know kind of keep it keep it positive and and you know whatever entertaining whatever on the podcast and not and not get into big controversy stuff like my mm-hmm. for better for worse my reaction to this kind of stuff is to be a little bit defensive not quite to the point of of victim blaming but kind of like yeah who knows this is he said she said kind of thing but um to hear scott talking about it like i know that he has has you know friends people he knows that have worked for Blizzard people that he's worked with at Blizzard because they go to um BlizzCon every year and he's led moderated Q&A panels and so he has contacts over there people he knows right. and when the news comes out came out like he he talked to them and they're like yeah yeah there was stuff like this going on and we couldn't you know it's it's easy to say like oh you waited until now to say something but like when you're, you know, when you put your potential job is on the line, like it's it's really difficult to, um, for somebody to come forward with that kind of accusation. Yeah, and and, um, and there's there's, you, there's importance to remember
1: in this in these kind of, especially in these kind of situations. Activision Blizzard is not one building with fifty people. In right, it, right. It's it's, right. it's that's just not the way it is. Uh, they are monumental world spanning type stuff and again i i I know literally zero about this case i just say that you know coming out there for maybe right. maybe yeah. a, a an employee who works in an office with for activision right, blizzard right now might be scared that everyone is going to think that they're some terrible person right yeah right. that's
0: that's the other part of it too is you're like there are you know thousands of people who weren't involved who didn't do it did didn't even know about things and they're questioning themselves going like should i have seen some you know should i have said something sooner there's a um you know there's a very unfortunate story about a a woman who who took her own life i don't know any of the details really on that except for what they mention in this um in this instance episode sure. but um if you're interested in that i don't know like even saying interested it sounds like a weird is a weird way to phrase that. Yeah, but just just follow the, it with both, with open
1: openness and and, yeah. and understanding that that you know don't get hyper. I, 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 all I can say is breathe, right, internet, right. calm down. Yeah.
0: Don't don't overreact. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I and mean, so, if there's so time to react me,
1: when it's when it's all said and done, then react. I'm right. Then, you know, right. protest, boycott, whatever it might be, like, or like you deep know,
0: breath. Consider your consider your your steps and your actions. And if you again if if you know you're interested in any of this the the two guys uh john and scott on the podcast express all this much better than than i can just sort of parroting it yeah um but check that out at um, frogpants.com and then if you're interested in the rest of the show um john jagger who was a guest host on this episode has um he's been the guy on the core podcast because there are three of them who um plays final fantasy 14 yeah and they talk about that for pretty much the rest of the episode with some interesting like comparisons as both like scott only played it a little bit but they're talking about different mmos and and what um sort of systems are in the game unlike any of our immediate friends uh who playing final fantasy john has actually gotten to the end game and likes it you know as that has kept him entertained longer than he thought he would thought it would um, and so on the on the more lighthearted side of that the the whole episode is not just about this <laughs>
1: well it's it yeah I, uh, you're right Dennis, we, we, we don't always necessarily talk deep and in, into uh, uh, the the more difficult topics that are going on it, it but it, we do recognize them occasionally and, and you know the Bl- we are big blizzard fans have been for a long time and um, mm-hmm. and I'm at this point continuing to be a blizzard fan you know not Taking any judgment either way, but you know we we can still acknowledge that there are you know things within an industry that we we should pay attention to when they happen and um take note of them and if if need to be um you know support or demonize some ourselves yeah, you, I you mean, and I the, you know to to say the like,
0: only way the only way that problems get solved is by you know discussion by information coming to light you know if you hear something and you just dismiss it right like maybe that was nothing but it maybe it was something and you just you know uh marginalized somebody's uh you know whole whole point of view or whole existence is a little dramatic way to say that but um you know this this stuff comes out and it's not you know it's not somebody on twitter it's the state of california that's been running an investigation for like two years it's not it's not something they would do trivially because if it's, if it turns out to be nothing, they could get countersued for libel. Like it's not, it's not just somebody getting canceled on Twitter, which, uh, you know, it it kind of hit hard for me because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. It's probably like one person who had a, you know, a female coworker who, who shot him down when he tried and, and you know, he was a dick about it and whatever, but it, It sounds like it's more serious. Well, that kind of breaks my heart. I do
1: see here just Um, quickly glancing over an article I've got in front of me that that I will say that as of uh, last week, it looks like Activision has responded saying that is irresponsible behavior from state bureaucrats that they're, they're denying it and, and putting all that. They're not saying like, Oh, this is something we discovered. Oh, we need to do. So at this point it is a, you know, state saying this, them staying this. And then what happens is then that we go just, through the due process of what just we do. And, and then, and, yeah, and, and, and yeah. the courts of, if, if anything, I know there's, there's a lot of, you know, opinions on either side, but the courts have been put sure. through, through a pretty strong test this it's last shared, year. And they have so. seem to come out, uh, you know, pretty okay. Um, and right. This hopefully will be another one of those instances where, you know, it gets taken to a court and then we can find out some, not we'll, we'll politicize, we'll find out,
0: of, right. Like stuff. people like to, uh, you know and i don't i'm not an expert on this by any means but people always quote the like the woman who sued mcdonald's for her coffee being too hot yeah right which is a that whole story is you know when you start to dig into the facts a little bit is clearly a mcdonald's pr campaign to to paint themselves as the victim in this frivolous lawsuit thing and the reality is our legal system is has a process for doing this like right it's it's a lot of money and a lot of work to bring a suit against somebody especially a giant corporation and frivolous lawsuits get thrown out by judges yeah right like they look at them and they're like this is dumb this is nothing like throwing it out it doesn't go to court or major settlement unless there's actual like um you know, wrongdoing. Right. And that's not saying, you know, that's not saying we are saying that it's, and I'm, it's always I'm not one way or one way right. the other right. thing, but it's very easy to hear a story like this and, and just come to a, a snap judgment yeah. or a hot take. And, and, just, and here
1: we are at the very you know, beginning of this. It's been like what a week or two old it looks right, like. Right. So yeah, well, we don't, we don't know yet. Um, Mm-mm. I, I would say pay attention to it. Like I, I'm going to now I'm going to, I'm going to read about it and not like follow it every day, but I, I'm going to read the, the the legal briefings that might come from this or the things that they find out about it and not and, and I'm going to try to avoid opinionated responses you know where an editorial right. comes out and says oh I saw this at a former employee I had I bet they're the same right that kind of stuff yeah. is not helpful to to no, any kind of no. uh, kind of discussion okay. I, I I will personally say I know I've been uh, a uh, an employee at places where it's been not great um, environments for a lot of different reasons and. um mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a terrible thing that should have been, you know, addressed back then and um, is real today. There are very still very terrible things in big, you know, successful companies. Uh,
0: So, yeah, I mean, you're just you're just dealing with power dynamics, right? Like, how do you how do you bring an accusation against, you know, a boss or or supervisor or something like that without, um, you know, without fearing for losing your job. Right. And and again, we don't, we don't
1: know if all that's true yet, but right. But 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 we, we, I'm just
0: saying, I'm just saying in general, if you have any, any given, you know, yeah. Sexual harassment or just any kind of harassment, it doesn't have to be gendered or, or racial or any of that kind of stuff. Just kind of, uh, you know, psychological abuse of any kind. Um, you know, that's why companies more and more are like, you get to a certain scale and you got to, you got to watch these videos and everybody kinds of, you know, sighs and rolls their eyes at them because the videos are always super cheesy. But, um, you know, the last time I had to do one, they're like, you know, here's the, here's the list of, um of where the law is, right? The, the, the law is you can't do this. Our policy is more, is more than that. Like we want to be, we want our, our guidelines to be, Tight enough that we're not even close to breaking the law, which right. you know makes perfect sense in a in a company, a corporate uh, kind of setting. Yeah.
1: But well, this is this is something that, anyway. that you you and I will definitely be following. I, I think it's, this won't be the last time it comes up on our show, um, probably. Not. And, and and you know, I, I it definitely will probably be a discussion that you and I will talk about. You know, when it's finalized and when we have an outcome on it. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. and, and like, just like we, we, to reiterate, re- reiterate what you and I said, um, we're not going to, we don't always hit the hard hitting things, but when they're important, we're not going to, sh- you and I won't at the front porch, won't, won't, uh, sh- you know, shy away from them either. we're not going to ignore those. Cause that, that's just as bad yeah, as not, as, as not saying
0: not anything. when it's not when it's, you know, particularly relevant to, uh, you know, things that we talk about and yeah. And are interested in, right. We're not Absolutely. a gaming podcast, but we, we, You know, we've covered BlizzCon a couple times and we talk about all Blizzard games, but. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so, so to your other part here, yeah, we we did start uh Final Fantasy 14 again, several friends of ours. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if we talked about that or mentioned that on the show, I think a little bit we might have. Um, it had Maybe nothing to do some. with stupid Twitch streamers coming over there, I will say that, but <laughs> <laughs> it just was the, one the of those. Only, thing. I think you had mentioned it last week, why we had gone over and you had you kind of went to length about how, yeah, it was why we did, you but. know
0: for for me it was just a it was just a confluence of things and that was a a sort of funny thing that Scott brought up on on the instance because they're they're pivoting the instance into being a little more generalized because the both of uh he and um and Garrett his normal co-host have been kind of like not playing wow for months and yeah. they're like how do we how long do we keep a wow podcast going when neither of us are playing wow oh, that's rough and so they were they had they had started the process of of sort of widening that 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 base a little bit which is why they had john on to talk about final fantasy 14 and then this news happened and um scott was like well it's i guess it's good that we're in this transition period because you know for him he's so he's so close to that company he's like i think i would have just ended the podcast if that mm, yeah. if we hadn't already been doing this this transition thing but anyway um got um our buddy fox playing for the first time he's already um more into it than he was into uh, retail wow which for whatever whatever number of reasons i don't think he's a big uh like um japanese culture kind of thing he plays some nintendo games but i don't think he ever played a final fantasy um i guess those are mostly uh, were playstation games so um yeah they're is that, but he's playing, um, our buddy Aaron's playing, you and I are playing and, uh, Pete's playing and, and Pete's Pete's back playing. And then our, our buddy chance is always, yeah, is always, in. is always subbed and well, it comes back when it, a it's, uh,
1: it, I awesome mean the, the thing for our particular group is that it's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, very, it's got a very generous amount of single player, uh, content to it. Um, yeah, it, there's, it, it is, it is always it is the most, it or this or the now I guess the most single player content of any MMO I've played uh and very close to what um Star Wars um the Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. uh Knights of the Republic um MMO is that game itself was actually fully focused on single player kind of you know the, mm-hmm. the progress it was such a it's it's still to this day one of the best it is it is the best storyline MMO game of any game out the Star Wars one um but it just they launched and didn't have but maybe like one end game raid and their end game was not shook out and then mm-hmm. they didn't shake any kind of end game out for the next patch or two and they just really didn't get their their end game up and going for a long time and i and i had left by the time cuz there was just nothing to do once you got there there was it just was they had Kind of characters, your characters could like. Oh, I can see what they're gonna do. Like when I can rating abilities and stuff with all the stuff. It was all there. They just mm-hmm. didn't have an end game didn't type stuff. It. But I think Final yeah. Fantasy. I mean, it's ten years on now, but it does and has. So it kind of fits all those things, right? Like it fits. It's and I know that right. their dungeons have multiple difficulty challenges. So you get people mm-hmm. who are just want to play a single player game in a the, a big MMO world, and that this game. Definitely does it, and they get people who want to play raids and people who want to play groups, and it's got kind of all of it. So that's that's one of, the, yeah. one of the reasons. Now our our group is weird. I haven't truly played MMOs with our group except for Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and in all honesty, e- even when we talk about it, I think our listeners should should be aware. I don't think we group up very often. Like no, I mean, no. I mean and, that's, and that's unfortunate. I I, w- I wish that we would, but it's like. For some reason, our group just doesn't like to group because I know I'm one of the ones that's like, "Hey guys, let's get up on group," and then everybody's like crickets. But then everybody's like, "I'm playing Final <laughs> Fantasy," but then nobody even rarely
0: interacts when they're online. I can't yeah, even get on a, there; it's hardly anything. It's a weird kind of like like you're almost co playing or something like yeah. that. And I've always and I've always been that way. Like when I played um, when I played WoW Burning Crusade the first time, right. 12 years ago or whatever, 14, 15 years ago. um, I would have like a couple people that I sort of knew, didn't really know. They were like friends of friends from my Guild Wars guild. And we were all leveling kind of the same time. And so I'd get on and I'd see them on and maybe we would group up. But then they would be like, you know, hey, do you want to get invent? right ventrilo we used to Uh uh do for voice chat but like get in voice chat and hang out and i'm like okay i can do that but then i have to turn my music off and now i'm (laughs) in a different like mode but at the same time right it's that like introvert extrovert thing but at the same time um if i'm just playing if i'm playing wow or i did this with minecraft um and a bunch of us were playing at the same time but then gradually people stopped logging on and I've been playing for a month after the last person logged on. Mm-hmm. I'm like experiencing things and, you know, finally getting a mount drop or whatever kind of thing. And there's nobody to share it with. Yeah. And even if like, you know, the, the other people don't really care, it's still like a shared experience. So I think that's more of what we do with MMOs. Um, I, I, I the think I like that term you we used at it, co-playing. It's not, Yeah, it's like we're
1: playing at the same time as other people.
0: It's like Zahn and Pete and I all played WoW Classic and then um, WoW Burning Crusade Classic. But we all like a handful of times ran dungeons together. We never quested together or did any of that kind of stuff. We would just like at most all of us get on Discord while we're individually questing. at different levels in different zones yeah um uh 14 we haven't played that much to really say like whether we're gonna do it's it just happens to be that so far we've only been playing for like a week and a half but um there's only been one night where a bunch of us were on at the same time yeah um and then we did run some dungeons with a subset like up to a certain point the dungeons are only four man so well that, that that's if, the, that's, the, that's the confusing on, part about it
1: is that it, that this game actually provides very small group support right like there's only four right. players you need to run a thing right. which which seems to me like it would be very it would be very you know uh conducive to to you know small groups of friends running sure. you know content sure. together but but what what i guess i'm getting at that is that this game provides, like most MMOs, but this one does a really good job of it. Provides many different things to do that that y- yeah, you get on, and sure. and and a lot of it is single player stuff. So I know that when people get online, they have a goal in mind, type stuff like, oh, I would like to get on and craft, mm-hmm. or I would like to get on and do main story, I would like to get on and work on a mount, or whatever it might be, right? Um, yeah. And I'm gonna
0: cross off a bunch of challenge log stuff. Like,
1: right. And and when you're when you're playing whatever. WoW just per se let's okay let's say when you're playing mmox um Mm -hmm. and and you get to 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 level cap right you hit level cap um and then then at that point you're like i want to play this game still because i'm happy with this game but i need things to do and that tends to lead you to want to group because that the content that's available is grouping right yeah but we I don't know. Now you've only played um, WoW with with our friend groups but with people that have been like at max level, but definitely with Final Fantasy, none of us have been, except for chance, been at at max level. And that guy keeps level, no. encouraging us to get to max level so that we can run that group content with him, <laughs> right? And that, that, that's a perfect example. there is that when we're talking about Final Fantasy fourteen, we're we're talking about it, but not as in it's in like it's MMO shared experience kind of thing, shared experience there, are, but not not as like co shared experience at the same time type thing. Right. But uh, yeah. So anyway, I I think we'll we'll play that again. I had mentioned uh, Sid's going to give it a try Um, Mm. play on the, you know, PlayStation four. And I play in here, which is weird Mm -hmm. to play in a different room, but I can yell around the hallway. Um, Right. And that's going to be exciting for our family to, to, or, or, you know, we'll see how it goes and see how it plays and um, no pressure Mm -hmm. for her to play. Uh, the game, but she's going to give it a shot and, and see how she goes. And we'll, I'm, I'm going to try to do as encouraging and supportive as, as I can for whatever she might like or need. But, you know, as kids are, they can either like a thing or not like a thing. So uh, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. cautiously optimistic, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> nice. we'll see how it goes. Um, uh, It's final fantasy 14 for you guys out there th- that if you don't know, it has a very generous, but complicated uh, free trial type thing uh mm-hmm. if you yep. are wanting to to play it, you can play it for a long, long time
0: without actually paying um and i I figured out i think whether how much of this is true, but I'm on the the official probably fan run discord for the game yeah, and uh uh the creator uh Yoshida Yoshi p that we talked about what, last year or the year before when we watched the the documentary about a realm reborn, yep, yeah, um, is good. He did an interview, right, and it's all in Japanese, so they're like they're like translating it. But he said at one point um, that most people who do the free trial uh, subscribe to the game within a week. And I'm like, oh, well, that's why they have this generous long term trial because most of the people who try it are like, this is really good. I'm, I'm just gonna
1: which, which which our, our buddy Fox did, and and I still did, yeah. am, am amazed at that. Like I did it because they had a super deal. Like you know, like, oh he right. our deal right now, you can buy four expansions in three months of time for like twenty bucks. And I'm like, They're doing didn't. something like that now, so that might
0: have been part of his his thing. I don't know.
1: Right. So so uh but but I will say if if I was a new this is my suggestion to people that if I'm a new person, mm-hmm. I would definitely not buy in and start paying because it's just yeah, it's, it's just, just so money you're throwing out the window his... at that point. To get right. to get to level sixty and and, and finish heavens word. Which I am not mm-hmm. doing years have not done yet years after you know paying for the game and playing the game right. I'm still not there I think Dennis have you finished Heaven's Word yet Are you very close
0: right But have you finished it I'm I'm past the credits right So this is a this is a thing they do and I don't know if they've done this for every expansion But it was true of a Realm Reborn which is sort of the vanilla game But th- but, the but there's patch content it, after Heaven's Word it's, it, right? right It's almost like their first expansion So yeah. they'll they'll release an expansion and it has its whole story yeah. with all of its raids and whatever right from the start it's not like WoW retail where you're just playing the first chapter and then you go through these chapters and yeah, it's yeah.
1: it's a complete like, uh, the expansions are complete feel, yes
0: it feels even more tedious than than some parts of the 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 14 yeah. main story but you get to the end of an expansion and then there's uh credits right for the expansion all the yeah. people voice actors and and all that stuff and then there is a series of, you know, basically patch content, as I understand it, that's all of the stuff that happened in between in the game, in between that expansion and the next one. Yeah. So every so often they put out a new a new patch and it's its own story. It's not yeah. like and it's, there are threads that aren't resolved, but you come to the story and it's like, hey, we you know, we just heard news that th- and you go over there and that all gets resolved. And then you know we're doing it now years later, so right. it just one leads into the next. And, and it's pretty extensive. It's pretty extensive. They'd, they'd go through right. that. That they do. So so it,
1: those, I guess but... my point there was that you who've played it second most than anybody I, I, we know, which is Chance, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Who's played it for years and years. But you've played it the most out of all of us and on a regular basis, and still mm-hmm. have not got to the to the end of the free content. Right. Right.
0: And, uh, oh yeah. I guess so.
1: Yeah. So, so that's, that's impressive. You don't, ha- we, we don't have to have been playing this. And, I, and honestly, now the real where they get you on this, listeners, is that once you purchase a copy, because you have to buy, it's one of those where you buy a box and then a subscription. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. sub account. So you have to pay yep. 10 to $15 a month, whatever it is, uh, to, to play the game uh that mm-hmm. kicks in as soon as you buy the game so if you see the the game on sale which by the way it's always going on sale off and on all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh you you then have to you have to pay the monthly price and you can never drop back down to free
0: so yeah the the trial is for new for new accounts
1: yeah almost. so so if if you buy it you can never go back um so the the real <laughs> the real trick there is don't buy it, just don't buy it. so far, the only thing we've 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 seen the inability to do is that you supposedly are supposed to have longer cues, which they're already uh fixing, and uh you can't talk cross world to people I
0: think so oh, I see that's maybe it. maybe that's what it was because fox uh had to make his character on a different. Uh, server right. Than we did. So so and the, the if server. Those, if those two things don't bother
1: you. You can have a full game that is uh, you know crazy yeah.
0: much for yeah. for the thing. Uh, so it, I'm sure I'm sure for me it was like the at the time that they they keep adding to that free trial like it keeps getting better keeps as getting they better. get more expansions <laughs> and I'm I'm sure that when I when I did it it was like just to level thirty or something and so yeah. I got my character to that point it was like. Okay, well if I want to keep going, like, yeah, I could just go back and start leveling up jobs, but I want to keep moving forward right. with this story. Yeah, I I honestly um, think
1: that they to if they were a little smarter, they would have it to be like thirty or forty, like after you pick your second job and then and then like okay, now now pay because that that's what they that's what they should do. But
0: um I'm like I said, I'm sure they look at the numbers and whatever features are not in there or whatever, you know, feeling people have from the game, um they're successful, you know. whatever it is, they're they're succeeding.
1: Yeah. So I'm not yeah. one to really, to really speak. I just, you know, it's kind of like one of those, hey, co- hey, corporation, you could be getting more money out of us. You know, I mean, they're right, they're doing yeah. fine, right, and they're they're choo chooing up on yeah. on Blizzard.
0: So yeah, who knows? Yeah,
1: who knows? hey, we only got a little bit of time left. do You want to go to our show before we talk, our, our our movie? We've got oh, yeah.
0: We're gonna talk about ramen shop. Ramen as the, as the soup. Ramen. Yeah. Uh ramen shop. shop. Listening to last week's show, I was like, oh, I can hear why you didn't hear hear this right because it did sound like one word. Uh ramen it's from shop. 2018.
1: So th- okay. this this is stronger <laughs> in the second half than the first half. Like Yeah, for it's, a, sure. little, I, I it's was, a little I was I um, was really not liking this not, show. The first half
0: meandery, but kind of, um, I couldn't tell if like, maybe I was too tired to watch it, but it's very, um, I
1: don't know what it's very, I'll say it's very Anthony Bourdain is
0: what it is. It's it's, a little bit. yeah, Yeah. It's like, it's like a set of kind of filler shots from a cooking show. It's a hundred
1: percent like that. I mean, it it totally is everything. I I mean, with just very few shots about like his family and stuff like that, that, that that they pop in here and there. Uh, But the the whole first 33 to 50% of the show is just like, let's talk with somebody who works in a, in a shop about this and then show all the dishes and talk about the culture. Like this is definitely, you know, a, Travel channel show is what I'm watching, which I was like, this is fine, but I've seen travel channel shows that are better and it's OK. Right. But then the right. second half.
0: Gets better, I, I will yeah. say, I-, I think. Yeah. You get into this story. I was I was a little bit lost. I'm like, I know the the summary gives me some sort of expectation, but I'm like, as I'm just watching the movie and trying to see, I'm like, what what has the movie told me about? This guy in his life and and who these different characters are and i I just was like it's it's not much of anything and i yeah. you know I think that's intentional. you just get this guy's life right he's sort of going through this and he's got this father who's you know basically checked out and then like once he gets to Singapore, then the story really starts yeah. right as he starts to as he meets the um the woman and we start to get flashbacks of his parents meeting and their sort of courtship romance um, stuff. And then that leads into the story with uh, his grandmother, his maternal yeah. grandmother, and you get just enough of um, just enough of the history of Singapore during World War Two to understand why his grandmother is so prejudiced against Japanese yeah, um, people, because the protagonist is uh, was born to a Japanese father and a Singaporean—I don't know if that's the right word—mother, right. Um, um, and that creates this this rift. And I mean, we're in spoilers here, so I'm, I'm right. not telling the whole story, but because um, she, his mother, leaves right and goes back to Japan yeah. with with this man, and and her mother basically disowns her. And is still very bitter about it because her daughter died in Japan and she never got to see her again or reconcile or or any of that. And now here's her grandson, the sort of representation of this of this rift in their family. Um, and
1: well, the um, the, the, the yeah. biggest thing it, it does have to do with Singapore and it almost is shown through kind of a cultural even emotion or attitude how they do things and it's low-key i'll say it's much like Mm -hmm. japanese culture and they even say this a little bit in a line or two in in the show um, is um, very guarded they don't show their Mm -hmm. emotions often it's 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 a chaste kind of you know Mm -hmm. culture i would say Um, and almost
0: there there are some things about it that are almost puritanical
1: yeah, right. Right, and, and they mm-hmm. so it's not like he talks about it. You don't get any of that feelings. I mean, there might be two very subtle things to Japanese viewers or something who are watching that first half, and I'm like, they get it. But I just didn't get mm-hmm. any kind of feelings or thought process about what these characters are really thinking about. You know, there there might be I said some subtle things that I don't get. But when they go to Singapore, I mean, he even mentions like, "Hey, are you always so like?" open and, and flat out with your kid. And like, and she wasn't <laughs> right. really any, but, but it just to him was so foreign that they just talk mm-hmm. about things or have emotions or are joke joke to, with each other. Um, right. And, and, and that's actually, I think the real key to the whole movie changing is because at that point, then, uh, then you get into why he's there, right? It took half this show mm-hmm. to find out actually why he's there. And what he's going, you know, his like his journey or quest is to kind of set out to do his uncle, who is also very open and uh, uh, jovial and or or talks Mm -hmm. about things openly, uh, fosters that and moves that storyline forward really well. Um, The the lady that he meets in Singapore prompts him forward so that they all seem to be like making the story come out. And that happens when it comes to Singapore, because it's a whole different kind of thing. Uh, Which that's, that's what I I really started to like. Right. Is when that, yeah,
0: that's, and that's intentional because I think the, the protagonist is sort of just, you know, wandering, drifting through life. Right. Like he doesn't, he's sort of, uh, has no, has no foundation because his, his mom passed away, you know, very young. His dad doesn't talk about things. His his dad is is closed off and then his dad passes away and he he doesn't really know what to do and wants some sort of answers, you know, in the in the West, we would call it like wants to go and find himself, except he literally does have family over there that he's trying to find. Right. And and so he he, he's he doesn't really know for sure um, why he goes to Singapore either. And so as he goes, like he has some little things like he wants to find his uncle and he, you know, wants to try some of the food because he's a chef. He's interested in food in general. But then as he meets these people, as he has these these encounters, um, his his path becomes more clear. Well, I I,
1: I didn't get in that first half. And again, I think this is this is something that I don't understand with the cultural, you know, nods or stuff like I didn't get the whole thing that his mom, you know, uh, was, was hurting or that, or that, uh, was sad or something or that I didn't get that the dad, um, I, I get the dad was definitely downer, but I didn't right. get that, that, that it was, you know, over anything besides that he was just a downer person. Um, and because mm-hmm. they, you know, or why the kid was the way it was, I just the kind of thought it what it, the way it was, even, even the uncle was like, it's just kind of a thing. Um, like his, his dad's uncle. Uh, and then, right. Like I said, then we go, then we go to Singapore and we start getting emotions. And I, that's when I said, I think <laughs> sneakily, uh, if I had quit, I would have been a little sad because, well, I don't say cause sure. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't known it, um, in hindsight though, because, and I was ready to kind of like, uh, if, if it wasn't for the show, I would have, I definitely would have turned it off. Um, right. And, and then I watch it and then we, it's when it's, it really starts to go when he gets drunk. And goes talks to his grandma. And it's when mm-hmm. the grandma comes, in, when the whole grandma thing comes into the scene and and she's, you know, straight um a bad person, right? Like that's what you get right off the bat. Like she's the <laughs> she's this terrible person who's prejudice right. or whatever kind of reason. And she and she her, her kid yeah. died, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all that things. Um and then he gets drunk and takes it off and gives the mom the the the, the grandma the the diary, the diary. Right? Mm-hmm. Um and then you know, that's when all of a sudden the show really changed. Emotions came out, right? And that's, and, that's, and they did it exactly at the time when he goes back to his hotel at, or the day before or after. They just put, that's when they sprinkle the information about the occupation of Japan and Singapore. That's when right. they give you that. And he goes to that little, just quickly, it's just a short little thing. But I think it's super important because all in that one short little section, you learn the entire grandma's motivation. Right. Yeah.
0: And the um the director of this movie's name is Eric Ku Khoo, K-H-O-O, um, is Singaporean. So oh, um, okay. even th- even though a lot of the movie is in Japanese, the characters all speak whatever they would be speaking. And a lot of times between, you know, the Japanese protagonist and other uh, Singaporean characters that he's talking to they 'll speak english they 'll speak because, English yeah yeah just because that's the that's the common language that they have like he doesn't understand um, mandarin uh Cantonese or Mandarin, and so yeah. you know they'll he'll speak English to be understood yeah more, and they'll and speak some that of the which, characters which is that, that speak japanese so i i think um like the 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 like main release audience for this movie was in singapore and of course they would have all known right like what what it means for a a singaporean woman to run off with a japanese man even in the 80s which is you know at least a full generation after world war ii like all of those hurts are still fresh it'd be like you know talking to talking to someone of the greatest generation about pearl harbor yeah, uh, well, th- then or, then we find out real quickly
1: that, like, internment um, camp, so. her her dad was killed, right? Like, her dad was killed right. in the occupation, I think. And then they talk about, like, yeah. they say that, that one very important scene where he says, like, they when they threw the babies in the
0: air and they landed yeah, he, on a blade. Because like, he goes to the museum. They There's that news thing. And I'm like, what is the point of this news thing? And then he goes to the museum. And I'm like, oh, I see. This is for, just in case you don't know the history, here's just enough of it in this movie to, to shed some light on these. Right. On these, and it was, uh, and it was old, just, that was just really, a really
1: well-crafted scene. It was, mm-hmm. it was kind of graphic and important. It's kind of like saying someone giving you a, a tidbit of the Holocaust, right? You know, and, and you're like, yeah. Oh, this, this is, Oh, this is something I didn't realize. I didn't see. And and I, and I have assumptions about this lady. And then, um and then she has it. So all that being said, another thing that happened in the second half was that they, they showed a lot more of the love story between the mom and dad. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and the mom was really a really good actress. Like she just had good emotes the right way. She became very endearing. Right. I I thought she she was Mm -hmm. and the dad was was much, he was smiling and happy. So I really got a nice, happy kind of love form there. Mm -hmm. Um, and the mom, and then the mom, they showed the mom dealing with, uh, their her, his grandma right when they fought and she told her about about you know wanting to get married mm-hmm. and, and move off to, to japan and she felt she was very it was very emotional right when that happened uh mm-hmm. and then how the, how the brother or uncle uh supported her and now you know who that but you you knew who the uncle was established at the beginning so the, all of a sudden in the second half we had a bona fide story that was full of emotion full of very mm-hmm. real kind of type stuff and then it's me admitting when he makes that soup for our or grandma makes the soup with with him mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they switch the son with his mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just had like the super thing in my throat and then the the welling up in yeah. the ear and the eyes, and I'm like oh, don't, don't, why am I welling up on this show that I was, I did not want to watch? What What's happening here <laughs> at this moment, you know? And then she, yeah. the mom who's like, again, just brought a great emotional thing to the show, leans over and hugs the, the grandma who just, you see her eyes well up and I'm right now just getting all goosebumps thinking about it. It was like, that was so beautiful, such a beautiful moment. And then it just transitions her, her hugging her grandson. And you're like, this is, is great yeah, they, and and they, they did do that. A lot. They, they they did that all over food, right? And that they was do, kind of the thread that they gave us, which we didn't quite. I wasn't paying yeah, attention you, to. You, you get should've.
0: some sort of it's just a, this sort of food porn stuff at the beginning, and then it ties in at the end because you get this um this thing where the food has a a sense memory yeah right yeah. and it's and it's all done in like very small reactions just expressions sort of sometimes flashbacks but then the flashbacks are just like you know the the grandma tastes the broth and then in her mind she remembers a time when her daughter and her daughter's husband and their their child the the protagonist when he was a little boy like she at some point was called, like they'd come to visit or whatever and she yeah she saw them at least i don't know like it's just a thing that you see like a dream like she's it's a picture in her mind well and the, i don't know if the, th- this i don't this know is- if that's. This is, I don't know this, if that's it, real or a or a sort of fantasy where sure. for her oh for she her seeing sees, that there oh yeah that scene right, yeah, yeah I don't know if she's actually that because in the flashback she's like hiding around the corner sort of watching them so that's either right. something that happened or something that she can picture because she's tasting this um food this soup that is a fusion of um Japanese Singaporean and Singapore, uh, pork yeah. uh the te and um and the ramen the the japanese uh the soup that they brought from china which is a weird sort of way you know asian cultures have a lot of overlap to our western perspective but yeah these two these two flavors come together and you know maybe that's something that she's just imagining like she can taste what this is the product of the love of these two people that the protagonist um embodies yeah and the,
1: the, the, well this the, with that whole like you said sense memory type thing is mm-hmm. it's the uh the, the best way to to put somebody who hasn't watched this and is still in the spoiler section shame you is is the uh um this is a foreign because i'm american foreign film adult ratatouille and it's nothing like mm. Ratatouille, but Ratatouille does, does do a lot of this idea of sense memory and remembering your back. And there's a very pivotal scene in there yeah. at the end where the guy yeah. eats something and remembers when he's a little boy and and food mm-hmm. takes you back. And that's what Ratatouille does as a, as a Disney movie. It shows you that food, it's kind of its central thing is that food has this thing about emotions Right. And that's and that's what Remy does in that that show is help bring out that use food with emotions. That's kind of exactly what this whole movie is really all about, is that is how much the, it's constantly twisting in food and culture and how it means to, to people and, you know, especially of di- different generations and this family. Um, and then it mixes with the two, the two cultures that are very at, at odds with each other and how he is that. So it does a whole lot in that second half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it does a yeah, whole lot. For sure. Um, and, and that second half redeems it greatly. Um, I'm, I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. putting down the first half. I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not a writer. I just said that as a viewer, I was very <laughs> bored. Um, and I saw sure. nothing of, of, a value or quality to it. Um, Again, I I I can't say taking it out would be, or just skip to the second half would be helpful or good, or you could actually get the same. Maybe you could get the same experience. You probably could. You could probably get it. Say his dad just died. I bet you could start the show. Say his dad died, and he found his mom's journal, and he's in Singapore now. And then and then it would it would go. I think that would still work okay. Yeah, maybe. Right. I mean, it's like all the extra MCU stuff we say. It's all extra stuff in the back there. Just what's important <laughs> is like he, that's that he's on his journey. To find his right. family um and then yeah. then all that happens, and it was really great so i I did like the show a whole lot because of that second half, and I am glad that that i I kept it up to the second half um I don't know if I'd recommend this to people off the off the hip like I wouldn't say, oh yeah, you you got you know go go watch that any time of day, any time of the thing I think
0: yeah, I mean, I don't so we can we can come out of spoilers here i yeah, mean yeah. i I almost never recommend something to anyone uh uh, with no with no caveats or qualifiers that's just the way that i am because if i recommend if i recommend something and somebody doesn't like it i'm going to take it personally sure which is my own failing but it's it's whatever so if you i think i think you you should have some some passing interest in um asian cultures uh particularly japanese um cultures and or um asian foods particularly soups and and ramen um if you don't care about either of those things um you could still like it i I think i think you you could could still like it like like it's not it's not absolutely necessary like i happen to have a passing interest in both of those things so that helped me sort of stay engaged and you know i've said this before like when we're watching. One of the things I appreciate about doing this podcast is it will keep me watching something that I would otherwise turn off. Um, Yeah. Just, or, you know, say, you know, say I'll watch it later and then never finish it or whatever. Um, If if you're a person
1: that can say, can say food has a lot to do with culture and personal relationships in, in our lives. Mm -hmm. If you can say that and you agree
0: with that statement, then this is a show you should watch. And I think, you know, I don't know if this is universally true, but I think for most people, like everybody eats, and I think most people have some kind of, some kind of sense memories uh, with, with food or drink. Like whether that's something from your childhood or, you know, I can still sometimes get uh, iced Americano from Starbucks and it'll remind me of a certain time in my life just after college when I was going to Starbucks a lot. Yeah, and, yeah, kind of thing like that's just the kind of thing that happens. And this is a story about family to, to mm-hmm. do the Fast and Furious thing. Um, and it is not very long. It's about 90 minutes, mm-hmm. um, but it's um, it takes its time in the first, especially in the first act to a certain amount in the second act and then really comes together in the third act in a very, um, sweet heartwarming, almost what people would say saccharin kind of way, but I found it moving and teared up and yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and I, I, so. I
1: think that, uh, uh, well said with the little bit of the saccharin there, but I think it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. Heartwarming still. Um, and, um, yeah, worth it. I said so I really wish I, I didn't have to waste a lot on, on that first that first half, but because I like I like the food porn stuff too. I mean, I, I do. I really like, <laughs> especially when they, they they sit down and talk at the tables about stuff. But it it just, I, and I know they're trying to establish the food importance. Um, yeah, but but the it could be because the food is important in the show, and it, it is an important th- thing. Though. All all of it does make a lot of, a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would recommend it. Um, if you have those, that statement that I said, if you believe that, um, if you have a, if you want a nice, calm, uh, time to watch a show, like definitely don't watch this. If you're like, ah, I might have a little extra time. N- no, because you'll quit in 30 minutes.
0: Like, right. Yeah, I, or, I, I, or I guarantee if you're, you'll quit. If you're super tired, the first act might put you to sleep.
1: Put you right to sleep. Right. Yeah. Like sit, sit down on a, on a Saturday afternoon um and maybe it's raining outside and you can't go out and do anything you're like yeah I'll sit down and watch a show like that's that's what this kind of is for I, I always think of a rainy afternoon when you when you're kind of stuck inside uh and you yeah. want to watch watch a show that's not like an action type thing but it's got some some thoughtful heartfelt things that, that this is this is a good one to watch and uh it's subtitled
0: um yeah I was going to say it, it from what we've said if you if you skip past the spoiler section it Maybe should have gone without saying, but the movie is in Japanese, Cantonese, maybe some Mandarin and some uh, heavily accented English. Um, yeah. So you're going to need to read subtitles pretty much all the time. It was a little distracting because the English subtitles, when one of the characters was speaking heavily accented English, the English subtitles didn't match what he was saying. And I was like, oh, I hear what he's saying and how they're trying to... Uh, Make it more, um, you know, make the grammar a little a little yeah. better for actual English um, um, viewers, Speaking. readers, whatever. Yeah. Oh, here, um, here's something I think is important
1: that I, I thought of when, as I was watching it. That's that something I,
0: to bear in mind. If you're, oh, you sorry, know, I yeah. know, some people either can't or won't uh, watch things with subtitles yeah. and nothing, you know, whatever. I'm not right. passing it well, well, just wait, to know wait. that if I'm recommending it. Um, right that's a thing to be aware uh, well, of well
1: with 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 that line that 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 thought along that same exact thought process is that um i with these kind of it's a very cultural movie it's steeped in culture this show is mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i enjoy them from a fly on the wall perspective kind of uh, educational you know point of view but okay. oftentimes, I, I I have problems with identifying in any way with the things. It's one barrier I personally have with watching foreign language films, especially if they're culturally steeped in things. Like I don't, I have mm-hmm. no, as they say in the Hollywood business, that you you have the your point of view character. They almost always put a thing in there, like where oh you can identify with the every guy or the every girl. Okay, sure, right. You sure. you have something where you can oh this is the viewer's perspective or into the show, right. Uh, something that you can identify with. And with uh, cultural foreign films, especially subtitled ones, I cannot find that. And I just, I have to look at it as an academic thing, but as see, uh, sure. an emotional thing, I can't tie myself to it. This one did not have that. And I think that the the reason it didn't is because it did have English intermixed in, in there. Mm-hmm. Like these, when when all of a sudden they were speaking English because they also had language issues with each other.
0: Right. Like he
1: could not speak Mandarin and it was a frustration to him understanding his mom's diary and Mm -hmm. how did things, and then his grandma couldn't speak Japanese and they couldn't always speak the same way. So they spoke English that all of a sudden I was in the story. I got a point of view. I felt, I felt like I'm also these characters and I could relate to that. I don't understand what's going on. So when they would speak English, even if it was a little broken English, I was like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm like them. I'm, I'm in on everybody's understanding, everybody here. And that's it just really pulled me in I've, with that I've heard bit. that.
0: That's, that's one of those like, uh, neuro kind of things where some people, if, if there's not a character in a movie that they can identify with, like to whatever degree, like they have no interest in it at all. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's wild to me. Like I've definitely watched things and identified with the protagonist or one of the other characters. You know, if I'm, I'm finally, uh, sort of casually watching Seinfeld and it, uh, it it bothers me how often I identify with George. (laughs) Right. right, Um, um, but you know, I've watched, I've watched shows that are, you know, the, the cast is all female or whatever. And I guess even in that case, like I can see, I can find something. You can find something like,
1: oh, it's family. Or they they, they they have a love with
0: a friend or something. Maybe this this character in an anime is a a high school girl about to go into her last year at high school. And nothing about a high school girl is relatable to me, except she feels like she's about to finish high school and she's wasted her time. And she wants to go on an adventure before... Um, right, you, you can know, identify with I'm that like, something. I'm like right? that's that's almost transcendent. Like I can right. I can relate to that concept. Yeah, sure, yeah, easily.
1: yeah. And 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 uh, cultural movies, they're like Japanese culture in particular is very different than most than a lot of cultures. They are very 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 different. Um, mm-hmm. And and uh, and even so much than all the different Asian cultures around them yeah, so much. Uh, sure. So, so yeah. th- I this mean, was, this was yeah, that, right. this was, this was pointing that out, putting two cultures together, uh, where they don't understand each other. And then they threw like I said, then they threw English in there. And I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm not necessarily because because it's English, but that just brought me into this idea of, of these the, are the, two different cultures. Yeah, like the I am culture, a different culture, the
0: culture challenge of it took you out of your normal. If you're watching just an anime or something, that's all a hundred percent steeped in Japanese culture, the, the, you know, fish out of water culture shock kind of, yeah. kind of thing made that, made that stuff a little more relatable. And I, I get, it, yeah, and
1: sense. it did. And and that's, I think what helped make it become emotionally tied for me. Like I, mm. all of a sudden now I'm there with them. I get it. I feel what you're feeling all of a sudden and then everything gets better <laughs> and it and that gets better, but it all. Ties emotionally into me. So yeah, thumbs up. And even as we talk about it, it it, it becomes uh, even better that, that emotional thing. So uh, I, for that one spoilerific scene near the end there with grandma and son, I will, or grandson, I will say is worth, (laughs) is worth watching the whole show just for that one scene.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this before we hit two hours. (laughs) (laughs) I, I should have known that our, our stuff about Blizzard would not be a quick note, but <laughs> you try. You tried very and, well. You tried,
1: Dennis, to 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 skip. Yeah, over it.
0: well, and and every time I think we won't have a lot to say about a movie, we talk about it for half an hour. So <laughs> but, uh, that happens. All right, you've been listening to the Front Porch. This is episode two hundred and five. Thanks Whew. as always to our friends at Geek Scholars Movie News and L R M Online. If you want to reach out to us via email, uh that address is frontporchpod at gmail or you can go to our website uh, frontporchpodcast.com and uh, use contact contact forms there. We also have the list of movies we have coming up. I forgot to ask this after we were done, but oh, it's what, your oh we're pick. we're going to watch we...
1: uh uh Megamind. All right. It sounds really crazy after this one just a total that's different a,
0: thing, but it's an animated kids movie. Yeah. yeah,
1: we're showing a kids movie, Dennis. I'm sh- I'm making you watch okay. a kids I movie. Mean,
0: we watched three or four Pixar movies on the posters. Oh, but
1: but this one's like definitely just kids. So, yeah.
0: Mega mind, it's guys. stuff. Will Ferrell. Okay, cool. Um, if you enjoy The Front Porch, please consider subscribing on all of the places. And while you're there, if you leave us a review, that would be awesome. As always, thanks so much for joining us. Until next time, I'm Dennis. And I'm Michael. For The Front Porch. Good night, everybody. See you next
1: time.